for many, season five of The Doghouse began just this week when we started turning our attention towards DFS. But trust me, my friends, season five is already seven months in. You're in The Doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast, and this is the Saturday podcast for the Week 1 DFS weekend. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. That's R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 1-3. If you have not figured this out by now, just let me know. Hit that call button. And I'll have Mr. Paul Burkholz come down from Superior, Wisconsin and hit you over the head with a tack hammer because you are stupid. Also find me on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy, for the time being until I am censored over there. Anybody cares to donate if you hit big this weekend? This is the reason why it's open because I've been hit up with this over the last couple of years. Uh, Venmo, there's Dennis-Roy-14, and over in PayPal at RoyDog-13 at Yahoo.com. You are not required to donate even if you hit something big. Let me get that straight. That is all free and clear on your own will and volition, if I use that term correctly. But it is week one. We're going to go through the final right up here going to be rather quick should only take about half an hour who knows i might end up rambling going the full 45 minutes if you did not listen to the friday podcast where we went through the first round of player insertions um you're missing out that's all part of the process um that's what we like to do we keep it we keep it steady we keep doing it we find a plan on how we like to go through each week as far as the slate goes, and that's the way that we work it. We found a nice little niche doing the podcast on Friday and then doing another podcast on Saturday after the write-up has officially come out with the player pool. We do have some issues as far as the Sunday and Monday night games. I'm going to keep an eye on it. Hopefully, uh, FanDuel rectifies this. Um I'm probably going to go ahead and just enter the DK data for the primetime slate. That'd be the Sunday through uh, Monday night football contest. There are, so that would be three total games because there's two on Monday. I think I'm just going to go ahead and do it, uh, wait on FanDuel and see what happens if they do it in the morning, which they should. In fact, you know what? I'm going to do another run through here. I checked this a couple hours ago, and they did not have it up. So let's see here. Yeah, see, they just have a late Sunday through Monday late swap, and we can't do that. We can't go through the late games. There's no real good contest in there anyways. 
So let's see. Yeah, we're not fucking around with that. Fuck that. Um, another thing that I might do is actually go through the uh, showdown slates on FanDuel. Sorry if you hear that little beep on there. My charger cable sucks for my iPhone. Yeah, see, they only have two games up for FanDuel on the showdown slates, too. They only have the Sunday night game, and then they have the late uh, Monday night game. They don't, for whatever reason, they're not doing the uh, Pittsburgh-New York game. So I may I may end up just doing, I'm going to do the primetime slate probably for the DK site, and then I'll end up doing the showdown slates Although, maybe I'll just do the showdown slates for all the other ones, too. If I flip over to DK here, and yes, I understand this is terrible, terrible podcasting. How dare you? How dare you, D-Roy, fuck around with your fuckery? Yeah, see, they only have the Sunday night game for the showdown captain mode over on DK. So we're kind of screwed one way or the other. I don't know. I don't know. Tell you what, we'll just go through. We'll just go through the last three games after we get through here. This is going to run forty-five minutes. Um, we'll run through the Sunday night game. Sunday night game is actually included in the um in the write-up for Yahoo, and I'm not going to change much off of that. So. Uh, we'll just go ahead and get started. We'll start here at quarterbacks for cash. This is your 50-50 contest. These are the guys that I have on there. Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, and Cam Newton. The reason why I went with Lamar Jackson is that <clears throat> he has had really good games against Cleveland in the past, especially last year when the offense started hitting on all cylinders. Um, I do believe that to continue this season. Um, even if they don't expand upon the passing game, uh, the two guys involved with that, Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews, are involved there. Uh, Lamar Jackson should get it done with his feet, and we do know for a fact that the Ravens do not stop. They will continue to pour it on. Uh, they need the practice time. They just it's, it's like MC Hammer said, they're too legit to quit. I mean, it just is what it is. So Lamar Jackson does take the top spot. Does take the top spot uh, uh, price wise, or cost wise, salary wise, whatever the fuck we're supposed to be saying now. Um, he has the most expensive quarterback. Uh, so, but I don't think you necessarily have to have him. Uh, reason being is that you can save money uh, by dropping down to the next quarterback on here. God, I gotta really zoom this in a little bit. I do understand that the player. Uh, ribbons are a little bit small. I do apologize, um, but you should be able to uh, magnify that without any issues whatsoever. Um, you're going to save about $1,000 over on FanDuel. You're going to save $1,100 over on DK and $5, which actually tends to be a lot, over on Yahoo. By going down to Russell Wilson against the Atlanta Falcons, uh, we do know that the Atlanta Falcons secondary sucks. They are decent up front, which means that they will get away a little bit from the running game um, to score points. Now, it's going to be more of an efficient type outing here. I wouldn't expect like a 300-yard effort from 
Russell Wilson, but you will get a little bit of rushing yards. Um, it's just, in my opinion, you're not going to get enough for what you need out of Chris Carson at his price. Um, and I think it's foolish for people to go to Chris Carson. Russell Wilson it really is the guy here uh, with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. We don't really want to worry about the tight ends here. Uh, it's not really been that good of a matchup over the years anyways. Uh, last but certainly not least in cash is Cam Newton. Um, I'm not, like I said in the write-up, I'm not particularly high on Cam Newton for the season. But when it comes with a matchup against the Dolphins, who I think are a little bit better on the defensive end, but the offenses should be ahead of the defenses uh, to begin the year. He is pretty cost-effective at 7300 on FanDuel and 6100 over on DK. $26 on Yahoo. It's a pretty good price. It offers a lot of savings, uh, especially with the fact that historically I like to pay up for my running backs. I like to get my, my nice uh, bell cow style running backs or at least as close to a bell cow as humanly possible in the right matchups. So I like to save a little bit of quarterback. I think Cam Newton can get it done. I would run him naked. I'm not doing anything as far as the wide receivers, running backs, tight ends, nothing. It's Cam Newton, and that's it. He can get it done with his arm. You'll accumulate the points on any touchdown throws, plus you also have the possibility of getting a rushing touchdown down by the goal line. So we do know that Cam likes to uh, take that ball, tuck it, and go. That's always been his M.O. So as far as I'm concerned, just go with Cam if you're going to go with Cam and just do it with him alone. Don't need to pair it. Don't need to pair anything ever in cash. GBP, I am going to take a shot at Mitchell Trubisky, the Bears quote-unquote starter. Uh, I do not like Mitch Trubisky, but he has fantastic fantastic history against the Detroit Lions and even with the Detroit Lions defense that is revamped they did bring in a lot of pieces here their secondary is really hurting especially with Jeff Akuda being questionable I don't know if he plays even if he does I know he's you know the second what was the second overall pick but rookies are rookies they tend to be a little deer in the headlights, you're able to take advantage of them, especially when you have a good wide receiver like, say, Allen Robinson, who runs fantastic routes. So uh, Mitchell Trubisky at 6900 on FanDuel, $22 on Yahoo, and $5,400 on DK is really going to open up a lot of the uh, salary for you uh, to spend elsewhere. Sunday Night Football options. I don't hate Dak Prescott. I just don't think he's going to get it done at his price um, on Yahoo, where he is the second highest priced uh, quarterback to Lamar Jackson at $33. So I'm fading him. And remember, this is main slate. Okay. We'll talk about this game a little bit more in depth here. Uh, may not hate it on showdown, but we have to see what the prices are. Uh, Prime time, I don't hate them. I have to see what the prices are. Let's take a look um, once those numbers come out. Um, and if they don't, if if none of that comes out, don't worry about it. We'll do showdown slate. I'll be in the full, the S, 
God. Full-time DFS or is it fucking SI Fantasy? I don't know. Um, I'll be in that Slack chat uh, helping people with their lineups and stuff, kind of giving my thoughts and ideas on there. So, um, But uh, Jared Goff is the guy that I would go on the main slate. I'm going to stay away from the running backs here. Um, and with the whole thing with Dak, uh, Dak Prescott, I'm a little bit more on Zeke Elliott in this matchup. Um, even though the numbers technically wouldn't show it, uh, Zeke had a, had a good game last year. I think that can continue this year because that defense did not get better. It got worse, um, outside of the corner. So, um, but Jared Goff should have a really good day here. $25 over on Yahoo. He's good for 17th overall, uh, price quarterback. So definitely take a look at Jared Goff, especially if you want to get like a real super late, um, uh, uh, late night hammer type deal. Um, I would definitely take a look at this game because there's not going to be that much defense in it. Running backs. We're going to start at the top and that starts with Dalvin cook. 8,700 on FanDuel, $31 on Yahoo, 7,900 on DK. Second highest priced running back on the board. Uh, the number one thing is that he's healthy. And he faces a Packers defense that had a really hard time slowing down high-end running backs last year. He is the focal point of the offense. The Packers, in my opinion, did not do anything to really super improve this defense, uh, especially in the middle linebacker position. Yes, they got Christian Kirksey, uh, but how long is he going to stay on the field? Is he going to get hurt again and be out for the rest of the year? Who knows? But definitely take a look at Delvin Cook. Is he is he a necessity? No, I think people are going to stay off of him a little bit and spend elsewhere, uh, especially on the next guy, which is Josh Jacobs, who comes in at eighty two hundred on Fanduel, twenty six on Yahoo, and sixty eight hundred over on DK. That's good for fourth, six, and six. So his best two prices are actually on Yahoo and DK, which is just weird that he's priced down over there. But um, he's priced, He's still priced up over on FanDuel. It's fine. It's going to be the top option. Chalkiest running back this week. Very good reason facing a Carolina defense uh, that has a ton of new pieces via the draft. So it's a real young team, real young defensive team. Um, defensive line um, is their strength, uh, but the Raiders do have a really good offensive line and should be able to handle them up front and work back into the poor linebacking core, which is what I'm – which is what I'm expecting, uh, and that will provide the path that Jacob needs for, for success. Um, I did like Derek Carr. I really did. Uh, he was a final cut. I think it's going to be a Josh Jacobs day. I think he's going to get it done. Year two running back. Here's where he starts popping off. He's going to take advantage of these matchups. So even though I really would like to attack that Carolina secondary, I have some reser- reservations you will see in this in this write-up that I do have a couple of uh, uh, Raiders uh, pieces in here, um, but I don't think they're as much of a necessity as Josh Jacobs is. Next on the list, we have Aaron Jones. This should be actually a little bit lower owned. Okay, seventy-eight hundred on Fanduel, twenty-eight dollars on Yahoo, sixty-nine hundred on DK. It's good for fifth, fourth, and fifth uh, priced running back. So, 
I think a lot of people are going to go, if they go Packers, they're going to go Aaron Rodgers, and I think that's a mistake. Um, it's not to say that I have anything against Rodgers. It's just for the fact, if you look through his game logs for the past couple of years, the big 300-yard games, even against a shitty secondary, are few and far between. In these games against the Minnesota Vikings, it has been Aaron Jones getting it done for whatever reason. Minnesota's defense has generally been good against the run. They won't be this year. Um, But for some odd reason, whether it's the scheme, um, you know, just the talent of the offensive line in itself, Aaron Jones himself, they can't stop him. So I'm going to go back to the well again. This was a mistake that I had in week 16 when I did not use Aaron Jones because I did not pay attention to the numbers, and it bit me in the ass not using him. Aaron Jones is going to be the focal point. He should get the majority of carries. He should get kind of like that Clyde Edwards-Alaire thing from last from this last Thursday where he'll get about 66 67% of the touches. You will see A.J. Dillon. You're going to want to have Aaron Jones score this from outside the 10-yard line. You're not going to want the goal line carry because I am I have a feeling it's going to be A.J. Dillon getting that carry. So is it a little bit dangerous? Sure. But Aaron Jones should be involved in the passing game because he's a fantastic catcher. We have no idea what's going on behind Devontae Adams, and even Alan Lazard as the second wide receiver. We don't know who the other targets are going to be. Yes, we've heard a lot about MVS, but can we trust that? Fuck no, you're not trusting that. Would it be great if MVS got it? Sure, I'd cheer. I'm a Packers fan. Come on. But overall, I'm just going to tell you right now, it's Aaron Jones for the number one for Packers. You can also use it as correlation uh, with Dalvin Cook. Oh, I do have another Packer in here. I do have another Packer here. This is not a homerish one either. So I have Zach Moss listed in cash. Hopefully everybody listens to this podcast because this is going to be important, okay? Pardon me. I'm drinking my White Claws. Sorry. Zach Moss of the Buffalo Bills. 4700 Twelve dollars, forty-four hundred. Good for fifty-second, thirty-seventh, and thirty-seventh on the FanDuel, Yahoo, and DK respectively. This was a really good punt play, uh, offering up some salary relief for, as a third RB play. He Moss will be the goal line running back in the Bills' offense. So we will we have to worry about Josh Allen sneakily vulturing a um, a touchdown? Sure. But I do believe this is a 50-50 backfield with Devin Singletary. Singletary will take more between the 20s. Zach Moss will get more towards the meat and potatoes of the red zone area. Um, I was all over this until uh, we got the Miles Sanders news actually like 15 minutes before I started this podcast. Um that Miles Sanders is going to be out for the Philadelphia Eagles. What does that mean? That means Boston Scott is in play. 
I wrote him up already and said, this is only viable if Sanders is out. The other point of this is that Corey Clement is also hurting. I believe it, it's a hamstring or a knee. It's it's a lower body injury, um, which means that Boston Scott is basically going to get 100% of the workload in this backfield. Granted, you go further down the write-up, I do like Washington's defense as a punt play. I still believe you can use Washington's defense as a punt play, even if you use Boston Scott in there. Going to be super chalk. But I think it's really good chalk at $4,715 and $4,800 across the board. That's good for 52nd, 22nd, and 30th. Dirt fucking cheap. Dirt fucking cheap. If you do not use Boston Scott in cash, I get it. You have to trust me on this. If Boston Scott goes nuts, you are fucked in cash. Can you fade him in GPP? Yes, you can absolutely fade him in GPP. We've seen Boston Scott in this offense late last year. He was playing just as well as Miles Sanders was. Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia coaches have a lot of trust in Boston Scott, who was an undrafted free agent that went to the Saints and then was picked up by Philly last year. We like Boston Scott a little bit. Okay, so, or maybe I'm thinking of Divino Zigbo. Yeah, it's one of the two. But, uh, Run it. Run your lineup with Boston Scott first. And then go back and see if you want to adjust, if you don't like the lineup. I'm here. We can talk about it. You know you can talk to me about it. I'm going to be doing football stuff all night while catching up with the last season of my Preacher show. Preacher on AMC. Very good show. Very bloody. Very violent. Not for everybody. But... Uh, Definitely, definitely, if you're going to fade him, at least put him in the lineup first and then work off of him. GPP, you definitely have to consider Christian McCaffrey, uh, especially if you are going to game stack the, um, (laughs) I wanted to say Oakland, the Las Vegas Raiders and Carolina Panthers game. Uh, He is not part of the cash section because of his price. Ten grand. On FanDuel and DK, $39 on Yahoo. I'm not going to pay that out of the gate. Just not. There's better. There's there's just as good a plays underneath him. And that's where I'm going to run. I think it's foolish to try and fit Christian McCaffrey this week into cash if you don't need to. I There's going to be people that are going to do it. But I think it's a mistake. GPP, I'm okay with it if you can find enough value, but you're going to have to find a shit ton of value to get in there. So uh, Christian McCaffrey, GPP only. Quit fucking texting me. I'm recording right now. Austin Eckler was almost in the cash game right up, but he has uh, injuries along the offensive line, which concerns me. 
Um, I did like the fact that D tackle Geno Atkins for the Cincinnati Bengals was going to be out um, because their linebacking court isn't all that great. Uh, like I said, the offensive line, uh, there's uncertainty with offensive tackle Brian Bulaga, offensive guard Trey Turner are both questionable, and center Mike Pouncey is out. So I ha- I can't put him in cash. I do like the play. 7700 on FanDuel, $27 on Yahoo, and $7,000 over on DK. So that's good for 6th, 5th, and 4th. On DK, the price is relevant to his pass-catching ability, which he's not going to need um, because he should have had a pretty good day here. But this could put everything a little bit more into Tyrod Taylor's hands in the passing offense. I think this is a slowdown game, though. I don't think this is going to get out of hand. Um, I just, I, I really, like I said, I really wanted to trust Austin Eckler. And everybody knows he is not one of my favorite players. But I think he could have gotten the job done here. You can still run him in GPP. I think he'd be fine, uh, especially if you like anything on the other side for Cincinnati. I really don't outside of Joe Mixon, who is their next guy. Um, so really it would be kind of more of a one-off for that game. Joe Mixon is next at 7300 on FanDuel, $26 on Yahoo, and $6,700 on DK. Good for 8th, 6th, and 7th. Very cheap price uh, for his talent. Um, but I do have a lot of love for the Chargers defense. Uh, so I won't have much of Mixon, to be honest, if at all. Um, but it's hard to, but I, like I wrote, it's hard to imagine the Bengals not using him to his absolute fullest. They have to keep him heavily involved if they want to even have a shot at beating LA, who comes into Cincinnati this weekend. So. Is he really viable? Yes. I think they're going to try. They need to use him to keep the pressure off Joe Burrow. I don't give a shit how good Joe Burrow is. I don't give a shit what I've said about Joe Burrow and how good he is and how he's the best rookie quarterback to come out since Andrew Luck, the true, like a pure quarterback, right? What we're used to. You're still going, you're not going to just hand it over to Joe Burrow and say, go ahead and win this game if you don't have to. Now, if L.A. was beating the ever-living shit out of the Bengals, sure. Absolutely, you're going to have to pass from behind. But to me, it would make more sense that Joe Mixon is heavily involved uh, both on the ground and through the air with his pass-receiving ability. This line is the best offensive line that he's ran behind in the last couple of years since he came into the league. We get Jonah Williams back at left tackle. That's huge for them. But they are better up the middle. I don't care what. They are better in for the Chargers. They're better up the middle than uh, what we saw last year. And I think a lot of people are not giving them the due respect. So just be careful with it. Um, I do think this is a contrarian play. I don't think it's a stupid play. It's a well-thought-out play. I spent a lot of time on that one. 
Next on the list we have is Todd Gurley, our favorite guy with a knee condition. $7,100 on FanDuel, $18 on Yahoo, $6,100 on DK. 10th, 15th, and 12th. So he is the best priced over on Yahoo. Um, he's involved in a game that I have a lot of love for. This would be basically your new Devonta Freeman pivot off of Matt Ryan. I've went back and looked at the numbers for Matt Ryan. I don't think he's going to be able to reach like the 300 yard uh, threshold that we like. Um, I think he's a little bit capped. And the reason being is because of Todd Gurley. I'm not a huge Todd Gurley guy, but I can see the path to success here. The question was basically, can I see Todd Gurley get to 20 points? The answer was yes. And I can see him getting to it very easily. He is very touchdown dependent, so that is important. But when you look at Todd Gurley as a runner versus Devontae Freeman, if they get into goal line situations, Todd Gurley has more sense for the end zone than Devonta Freeman does. We've seen it. I mean, basically when he was with the Rams, that was all he was really good for, right? Get a couple of catches here and there. He's going to be the lone running back uh, back there, a three-down back. So, but we've seen with Todd Gurley, with the Rams, uh, even after the Super Bowl when he was having the knee issues, that he was still getting it done at near the goal line, gets those couple of yards, pushes the ball across the end zone. So I do think Todd Gurley is very viable, especially if you're stacking that game. He would actually be one of the pieces that I would go with. If you're doing Seattle versus Atlanta and stacking two two versus three, I would definitely take a look at Todd Gurley. You don't have to. It's up to you. You don't have to use him if you don't want to, but definitely keep him in consideration. Last but certainly not least, um, at least for the regular part of the main slate, is Mark Ingram. He is your Lamar Jackson pivot. 7000 on FanDuel, $22 on Yahoo, and $5,500 on DK. Good for 11th, 12th, and 19th. Fantastic price over on DK if you're looking for value. He has just as good of a matchup as anyone else. Right? Lamar, Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews. The only reason why I couldn't put him in cash, though, even though I love the prices, he has just as good of a matchup as anyone else. The only problem is we found this out time and time again last year. Sometimes he gets it done on the ground and gets vultured on the TD, which tends to be troublesome. And then what happens on the other end? The other end of the spectrum, he gets 40 to 50 yards, but gets the two touchdowns. So do I think he can get to 15? Yes, I do think he can get to 15, which is which is why I kind of like that price over on DK. Uh, not so much on FanDuel. On FanDuel, I'm probably looking for him to get to 20, uh, 21, 22, somewhere in there. I don't know if he can get it done. So... 
But uh, I definitely have to consider him, especially if you're looking for a cheap option at the running back position and you didn't want to go to with down to, say, uh, Boston Scott or uh, Zach Moss. Sunday Night Football option, we talked about this, was Zeke, Zeke Elliott. Uh, $31 over on Yahoo. He's the second highest priced running back to Christian McCaffrey. You actually save $8 off of Christian McCaffrey's price. Uh, so I like that right off the bat. Uh, get your If you're playing on Yahoo, I'm running four lineups I do over there. I just I, I fuck around over on Yahoo as far as I just play GPP. I don't really do cash over there um, just because I, I kind of like their, their dollar entry game. It, it allows me to it, to play around with it, right? Because this is the second year that uh, we're messing around with Yahoo, so I'm trying to figure out with the uh, pricing system how I like to run a lineup out there. But definitely I'm going to consider Zeke. Uh, like I said before, the defense hasn't gotten any better from last year, and the offense truly starts with Elliott, not Prescott. So I would get a share of, of him on Yahoo if you're running three. Uh, I would have him on at least one, uh, and that one lineup is going to be heavy, heavily uh, Dallas and L.A. Rams. Moving on to wide receiver, uh, you have to start at the top in cash with Michael Thomas. He's as consistent of a wide receiver as as you can get. $8,800 over on FanDuel, $38 over on Yahoo. That's high. Uh, and 9,000 over on DK. Good for first across the board. Uh, the only way to beat the Bucks defense is through the air. Uh, he has had success against this Bucks defense. And uh, I don't really trust any of the other options for right now. I did kind of look at Emmanuel Sanders. But to me, if you're looking talent-wise, I would rather just pay up for Michael Thomas. I doubt I'm going to have a lot of him because I like the next guy on the list even more. And plus, you're going to save quite a bit of money um, from Michael Thomas. And that is Devontae Adams of the Green Bay Packers. 8000 on FanDuel, $32 on Yahoo, and $7,300 over on DK. Uh, going to have a hard time passing him up. Prime matchup versus Minnesota Secondary, uh, where he... Oh, I had a fucking error in here. It's where he is the primary target by far. The Vikings just don't have anybody who can stop him. That's essentially what it is. And I'm saving uh, 800 on FanDuel. I'm saving $6 on Yahoo. And I'm saving $1,700 over on DK. So definitely over on DK is where, where I would definitely uh, lock him in. Uh, and I'm not even going to think about it. Next on the list we have is Allen Robinson. Um, $7,200 on FanDuel, which is a great price. Uh, 22 on Yahoo, fantastic price there. And $6,500 over on DK, good for 8th, 12th, and 9th. Uh, Allen Robinson is Trubisky's uh, security blanket. And against the secondary, I have no issues using uh, Allen Robinson as long as Trubisky is the quarterback. We move back to the Carolina uh, Las Vegas game, and we strike up a chord with DJ Moore. Seventy one hundred on FanDuel, nineteen dollars over on Yahoo, sixty six hundred over on 
DK. So the best price for him by far is over on Yahoo at the nineteen dollars. Uh, I was a little hesitant on on DJ Moore, and it had nothing to do with DJ Moore. It has more to do with Teddy Bridgewater. Um, but if you looked at the Teddy Bridgewater games, what was the passes that uh, he succeeded on the most? It was that short to, mid, to intermediate game uh, that he, where he was throwing to Michael Thomas. DJ Moore is not Michael Thomas, but that is the same idea. That's the same game that DJ Moore has. So Carolina should be playing from behind, and that means opportunity. Like I said, I love his price on Yahoo. Yahoo, I think you almost it's almost an auto lock on there with that price. Next on the list, we go back to Seattle and Atlanta. That is Calvin Ridley, where you do get the savings from Julio Jones. He is priced at $6,600.25 on Yahoo and $6,100 over on DK. So definitely FanDuel and DK are the best prices. Uh, he is 16th, 7th, and 15th across the board. Uh, Seattle is going to beat the Falcons. It's going to start with trying to shut down Julio Jones. It doesn't usually happen, but I think they're going to roll. I, in my opinion, they're going to roll a safety over to Julio's side. Uh, safeties are pretty decent. That should leave Calvin Ridley one-on-one and you do not stop Calvin Ridley one-on-one, uh, especially to open up the year where he's got a distinct advantage. Hello. Thank you. Now we're moving to the. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars and Mr. DJ Chark Jr. sixty six hundred on FanDuel twenty first uh, twenty first twenty twenty one dollars on Yahoo sixty three hundred on DK uh, best price is over on FanDuel he is sixteenth thirteenth and thirteenth across the board so still right in that mid range that's what we like he's number one target of Gardner Minshew and in a game that they'll definitely be behind great game script and you know i love the player i have almost a hundred percent of mr dj chark in seasonal he should eat he should get 100 yards he should get at least one touchdown i uh, should see double digit uh targets in this game next on the list uh here's going to be the chalky play uh for seattle and that is one dk metcalf 6400 on fanduel 19 dollars on yahoo and 5800 on uh, DK. This is why he's going to be chalky. His ranking by the position is 20th, 22nd, and 21st. He is grossly mispriced on all the sites. Grossly mispriced. And everybody is on top of it. They already knew it. I saw this a couple weeks ago when I was looking through the pricing, putting in the rankings and stuff. I just, you know, I'm not going to fucking throw it out on Twitter. It's not for it's not for me to tell everybody, point it out to everybody else. My job is to only point it out here and on that write up that is either on your computer or in your hand. That's what I cannot fucking understand is why people do that. It's like, okay, I need to be right. I need to be right. I want to show everybody that I'm going to be right. I'm going to show everybody that I'm going to be right. Yeah, well, you know, if you really look at the play that you're touting, that you're quote unquote touting, if it's a play that everybody's going to be on because they're going to find it, it's not a good tout. 
You're not telling anybody that you're really smart. Oh, my God, I found DK Metcalf. I fucking found him two weeks ago. Jesus Christ. But getting back to it, Falcons secondary is a bit of a shit show. And last year, he was the most targeted wide receiver uh, in the red zone. So um, he's going to be the first guy that I'm going to look to uh, pair up with Russell Wilson if I am going to do a pair up. Uh, that's where you're going to get your savings if you want to pay up for Russell Wilson or Lamar Jackson is right there in DK Metcalf. Next guy on the list, a little hesitant here, okay? It's Marvin Jones. I like Marvin Jones. Everybody knows I like Marvin Jones, okay? 6200 on FanDuel, $14 on Yahoo, $5,500 over on DK. That's good for 23rd, 44th on Yahoo. It's going to be hard to pass him up there. Uh, and 27th over on DK. Galladay is expected to be out. He's doubtful. He's still doubtful. They haven't said out. Danny Amendola is questionable with a hamstring injury. Okay. That means that there's going to be a ton of targets coming Marvin Jones' way. We've seen this happen before where everybody else is out. We're going to get to this with another guy, too. Where everybody else is out. So, of course... You know, everybody starts going, target share, target share, target share, target share. What else? Who else is also noticing that? The opposing defense. So I would expect the Chicago Bears to probably roll that extra safety over towards the side because who else has he got to worry about? Marvin Hall? Quintez Cephas? Quintez, I love Quintez, but he's still a rookie. Okay, so Marvin Jones is good for cash. He's going to be highly owned because of his price and because of his opportunity share. But I'm not 100% in because of what I just said. Just because you get more opportunity sh- uh, share in a, in a, uh, at wide receiver or even at tight end, doesn't necessarily lead to success. It does in a vacuum, and it does if you're if you're not playing a defense. So really consider it, okay? Whether or not you believe that Marvin Jones can get it done, or if he's going to be too highly owned, maybe we pull off. And you know, I hate to I hate to say hope that he gets injured. Because I love Marvin Jones. I hate it that he gets injured every year. That's the only reason why I don't draft him anymore. But um, injured, uh, let's just say shut down. Okay? Shut down by the defense. And I think that's more likely than him having a uh, 100-some-odd-yard receiving total plus, you know, two touchdowns, right? That's what everybody's thinking. So uh, if you want a really good cheaper option, uh, take a look at Jamison Crowder. I do not like the Jets against the Bills this week, but Crowder has a really good history from last season against the Bills. Um, And it should continue this year because Sam Darnold really loves to throw to Jamison Crowder. 6,000 on FanDuel, $12. That's $2 above minimum salary. Um, and 5,200 on DK. Good for 27th, 
52nd and 31st at his position across the board. We're talking we're talking do- way double digit uh target totals, uh touchdowns and really good yardage in both games. You can get at the Buffalo Bills through the slot. Tight ends have had little bit of success, but they tend to roll that safety onto the tight end and leave that slot receiver open. That's why Crowder gets open right behind the linebacking core and in, in, in front of the safeties because the Jets are also willing to just take the short gain. So that should lead to a lot of success with Crowder. I'm, I'm, I'm looking when I look at my lineups and I see the pricing on Jamison Crowder and the opportunity, it's hard not to want to put him in. The next guy that's here, this is the last guy for cash for the wide receivers, is one Deshaun Jackson. He's gonna be the, he's gonna be really chalky, okay, as the top wide receiver op, uh, option for Carson Wentz against the uh, Washington Redskins. I don't hate the matchup. I don't hate the what uh, the possibilities are here. Okay. He is a boomer bust, but I think I almost think I'm going to be a hundred percent Deshaun Jackson and I might fade it on a couple lineups with Crowder instead. Um, 5,700 over on FanDuel, $20 on Yahoo and $4,900 over on DK. That's good for 33rd, 18th and 37th. So, Definitely, I think on Yahoo, I would I can fade Deshaun Jackson if I need the if I need the salary savings. I save eight dollars there, uh, but Deshaun Jackson really is cheaper on the other two sites. Uh, three hundred by three hundred dollars on FanDuel, and then you're looking at yeah three hundred dollars over on DK. So, um, I don't mind fading him on Yahoo. I think you have to have uh, Deshaun Jackson in cash for the other two sites. Plus, it's going to help you pay up for the other spots, right? Uh, too, right? So, the only problem, the only real problem is, who, who would you use Deshaun Jackson and Boston Scott in the same lineup? And I think the answer is really yes here. Okay, take the savings. If they go nuts with Deshaun Jackson, Boston Scott's still got to clean it up, right? And he's still going to have the opportunities behind that. You know, not the greatest offensive line, but you're still not paying nearly anything for that. So you could actually put the opportunity cost as being Deshaun Jackson plus Boston Scott and whatever they uh, accumulate, even if it comes through all Jackson or all Boston Scott, uh, probably allowed you to get the better players at the high end. GPP, uh, let's see here. We have Julio Jones at the top. You have to you have to at least consider him there. Uh, Eighty two hundred on FanDuel, thirty two on Yahoo, seventy seven on DK. Uh, he is second across the board. I don't think he's a necessity. That's why he's not in cash. Uh, but you can consider him if you're doing a game stack uh, for Seattle Atlanta. Uh, Tyler Lockett. This would be your pivot off of Metcalf, or it would be your second wide receiver that you would use with Russell Wilson. Uh, $6,800 on FanDuel, $20 on Yahoo, uh, $6,500 over on DK, good for 12th, 18th, and 9th. So I do like that price over on 
uh, Yahoo. I'll probably run a game stack over there. Uh, next on the list, and I'm running. Holy shit, we're at 47 minutes already. I apologize. So I'm going to try and get through these a little bit uh, quicker, but still deliver the information. Uh, Terry McLaurin, the other side uh, for the Washington Douche Canoes. Uh, $6,500 on FanDuel, $21 on Yahoo, $5,600 on DK. That's good for 19th, 13th, and 25th. Basically, the reason why McLaurin is not in the cash game is because of Dwayne Haskins. If I still had that, people that have been around since the beginning, uh, the first basically three years, we had a cash slash GPP designation. That was, you can... It was a player that straddled the line between a 50-50 game and a tournament. In a tournament, it was usually a higher risk, but was in a good spot. That is Terry McLaurin. Okay, if you want to use him in cash, because you are getting some savings, uh, especially on the two major sites, I, I don't have an issue with it. But you have to be willing to accept the risk that comes with him. We don't do the core four anymore. Right, we said we're going to be willing to put a little bit more risk in our lineups to hit our marks. We are aiming not for 120, not for 125 on FanDuel, we're aiming for that 140. We want to hit this out of the park at the start of the year and be consistent with it. This is our strategy this year. DK, we want to get towards 175, not 150, which we used to get, 175 in cash. This is going to get out to some of the people within the industry, and they're going to be like, that's fucking nuts. No, it's not. We're getting ahead of these fucking trains. We're going to start it so our process allows us to mentally fixate on those numbers and know where our goals are. If we hit too low on these goals, if 140 and 175 are not good enough, we have minor tweaks to do rather than the major tweaks that we had to do last year. We were successful last year, but this will make us are mentally, this will make us that much sharper. Next on the list, not going to be very popular. He's not a real huge, I'm not a real huge fan here, but it is one Mr. T.Y. Hilton. Uh, boomer bust, but definitely within Rivers' preferred target uh, area for the short passing game where he'll take it low or he'll take it short and go long, right? So Jacksonville secondary sucks. And he could bust a long one. Uh, it's also the healthiest day he's going to be all year. He has $6,400 on FanDuel, 19 on Yahoo, 5800 on DK. That is good for 20th, 22nd, and 21st. The price is rather low. Um, I do still believe that the Indianapolis Colts are going to win with the running game. The problem is I'm not digging my hands into this whole Marlon uh, Mack, Jonathan Taylor, and possibly Naheem Hines mess, I will in seasonal. I'll start Mac and Jonathan Taylor. In DFS, I'm not digging with it. I'm not, I'm not fucking around with it. That's why they're not in there. Mac and Taylor 
are very talented in very good spots. I just cannot dig my hands in there. And I can't, I can't, I can't coax anybody else into doing it. I struggled with it all last night. I just could not bring myself to it. If you want to go to Mac or go to Taylor, Mac would be my first option. Taylor would be my second for Indianapolis. And I'm sorry that I'm going from back from wide receiver back to running back, but I do need, I, I do need to stress that if you use Mac and Jonathan Taylor, it's on your own volition, but I'm not going to talk you out of it. I would probably tell you to use Mac before I'd use Jonathan Taylor. Cause I think Mac's going to be a little lower owned. Cause I think a lot of people want to jump on the rookie right away for they think that Taylor's going to get a lot of the end game, the late game work. So I would, I would run Marlon Mack in that case. That's why I'm a little off of T.Y. Hilton because they don't really necessarily need to, uh, but there is a possibility there. All right. Not going to be the popular choice with the Buffalo wide receivers as everybody will go to Stephon Diggs, but I do believe that John Brown is actually the better choice here at 6,100 on FanDuel, 18 on Yahoo, and 5,600 on DK. Good for 25th, 27th, 25th. I think Diggs is going to be decent this year, but I think to start the year, they are going to focus, or Josh Allen is going to trust John Brown a little bit more. Both games against the Jets, just like Jamison Crowder, a hundred yards and a touchdown and like five or six catches. Sorry. I, I don't put it in there cause I, I tend not to want to write a lot cause you guys are only looking for the fucking plays anyways. But John Brown, if you want a piece of that Buffalo game, if you want to skip out on Zach Moss, look at John Brown uh, as a guy that can get it done. Uh, and get one of those uh, bang plays in there. So definitely, definitely do not hate John Brown. Uh, next we have is Marquise Brown. Uh, we talked that the Browns had a sh- uh, We did Actually, we haven't talked about it. We talked about it in the write-up, but I didn't get to it. Uh, the Browns have a shitty secondary. They have a couple of guys that are down in Greedy Williams, and I believe it was Kevin Johnson, if I'm not. Kevin Johnson or Kevin Williams, I can't remember. Um, they're both out. So it's their two start. It's two of their starting corners. They only have Denzel Ward. Uh, Marquise Brown can beat Denzel Ward at fifty nine hundred dollars on FanDuel, eighteen on Yahoo, fifty one hundred on DK. That is good for twenty ninth, twenty seventh, and thirty second. So I do not hate a pairing with Lamar Jackson, or if you want to just use Marquise Brown on his own, uh, but is very boom or bust, very boom or bust. But it can happen here. Uh, last but certainly not least for the regular main slate is one Henry Ruggs the third number one Raiders uh, number one wide receiver on the Raiders. I expect them to attack with Ruggs at times against an inexperienced secondary for Carolina. His price, his salary, fifty one hundred on FanDuel, fifteen on Yahoo, and fifty one hundred on DK. That's good for fifty third, thirty seventh, and thirty second. So. If you're looking for some savings at wide receiver, try to get the other guys in. Uh, big boomer bust, um, but uh, uh, Gruden has really focused on 
getting the most targets for his number one wide receivers, and that is Henry Ruggs, the rookie. Sunday night football options, you will have um, Michael Gallup and CeeDee Lamb for the uh, Dallas Cowboys and Robert Woods and Van Jefferson for the L.A. Chargers. And I'm going to read this right out of the write-up. I like Gallup and Lamb because Cooper should be shadowed by Jalen Ramsey for most of the game. That is whether or not he is on the outside or if he slips into the slot. Ramsey will follow. And I will respect Ramsey. Okay. That should allow plenty of opportunities for the other pass targets. If the Rams are move and now go to the Rams. If the Rams are moving to a more two tight end set, it means that Robert Woods will see more targets versus Cooper Cup if you look at how the target share shifted last season. So when they went to a more two tight end set, um uh uh Robert Woods you know, who is a dedicated outside receiver, was getting more targets than Cooper Cup. Reason being was Cooper Cup would take the other outside the other outside receiving spot, right? But Goff would only trust him the most when he was slipping into the slot. Now if you do the two tight end sets, you're taking away that slot that slot role. So Cooper Cup is not as good when he's on the outside. This is why Tyler Higby is written up as well. So you have to you have to you have to think of it one way or the other. If you believe or trust what we saw, and if you watch Hard Knocks, this is this is not this is this is not out of the realm of possibilities. This is actually truth. What they're going to do? They're going to do two tight end sets. So you're going to see Gerald Everett on there. I am not that high on Gerald Everett. I was always higher on Tyler Higby, but so that that's going to relegate Cooper Cup off to the outside. Now, when Cooper Cup slips, when they go to the three wide, and you see Cooper Cup slide into the slot, you're not going to see Josh Reynolds out on that outside. Mister Van Jefferson is going to slip in to the outside. And he is a total low floor, high ceiling at bare minimum price. $10 on Yahoo. Good for 71st. I have a lot of faith in Van Jefferson. I am tempted to throw him into a lineup only, or uh, not a lineup, but in my seasonal because of the whole Galladay thing. Um, You know, you lose a high-end wide receiver in there, and you have to kind of make it up. And I'm tempted to throw Van Jefferson in there. Uh, It's a very high-risk, high-reward type of play. I just have to decide if I really need it. I would not tell you to use Van Jefferson if there's better options out there. Moving on to tight end, we'll go through this quickly. Cash, you're going to have Mark Andrews at 7,400, 22 on uh, Yahoo!, and 6,000 over on DK, good for second across the board. He's always the first look target for Lamar, and he's a guy that he trusts the most, even if he's not on the field for every play. Uh, did look at Zach, uh, Zach Ertz, but decided to s- slip into the savings uh, with Dallas Goddard, 5,200 on FanDuel, 17 on Yahoo, 4,100 over on DK. It's good for 12th, 6th, and 12th. I'd probably skip him over on Yahoo. Um like I said, 
I'm going to trust that they're doing the t- they are going to do the t- tight end sets to offset uh, the injuries at wide receiver. So, as far as a cash game option, I would only trust him if you're not using DJX at wide receiver. Again, you can use with Boston Scott. I just would not use him with DJX. So, uh, probably not going to be very highly owned um, outside of uh, GPPs where people are probably going to use a Philly stack on there, which I just don't really care to use. Um, Hayden Hurst is next for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, not the greatest matchup. He will be going against two uh, pretty decent safeties, but at 5,200 on FanDuel, 15 on Yahoo, and 4,300 on DK, good for 12th, 10th, and 10th. Uh, he's pretty moderately priced, and he should get a relatively nice target share uh, versus the Seahawks. Last but not least, we have one Mr. Jack Doyle for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, no Trey Burton available. You will have to deal with probably a little bit of Mo Ali Cox, but I'm willing to do that because Mo Ali Cox is not that good. 5,300 on FanDuel, 13 on Yahoo, and 3,600 on DK. Good for 10th, 13th, and 19th over there. Uh, I may, I may actually go with Hayden Hurst over Jack Doyle on FanDuel, but over on DK, I'll take that $700 savings over there. Uh, he should be good for a touchdown. If he gets a touchdown, we know Jack Doyle is good for like 40, 50. He's usually good for like 40, 50 yards on like three catches. Um, if he gets a touchdown on there, he hit, he rakes in on value. So very good there. Uh, GPP, George Kittle. This is the same idea as Marvin Jones that we talked about earlier, but at a very, very high cost. $8,000 on FanDuel, $29 on Yahoo, $7,200 on DK. Uh, Good for first all around the board because he's facing the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. So he's more of, he is more of a cash slash GPP option. Um, if you believe the Cardinals are going to keep getting bludgeoned by the tight end position, this is another thing too, though. No Debo Samuel. Brandon Ayuk is hurt. And will Jimmy Garoppolo trust his other pass targets versus Kittle? So is this going to get funneled right into Kittle and make for a better and make for a good day? Um the Arizona defense is better in my opinion. Um, so with losing the receiving options uh, each and every day, uh, they're going to be able to roll a lot of coverage to Kittle um, and keep him double, if not triple crown. They're definitely going to hit him off the line, uh, make it hard for him to get into his route. So they may keep it, – it's going to be hard because Kittle's a really good pass blocker. And run blockers. So what you may see here is actually Kittle. I gotta roll this game up here. So what you may see is Kittle actually stay on the line, and then they may actually roll Jordan Reed out. Um, end of the field. It's quite possible. It is very quite possible. Um, would I bank on it? No. Um. But for that price, I would rather have the other pass. I would honestly rather have the other pass targets to take defenders away. I just think he's going to be way too covered. And for his price, for his price, 
He is going to need to score 24 on FanDuel. He's going to need to score about 22-23 on DK. So can he do it? Sure. Am I going to bet on it? Probably not. That's why it's more of a GPP play rather than a cash play. Uh, Darren Waller, uh, I've said it all along. I had my worries about Jason Witt and fucking it up, but can't deny the spot that he's in against Carolina. $6,800 on FanDuel, $16 on Yahoo, and $5,900 on DK. Good for third, eighth, and third over there. So if you want to pay up, maybe go to Darren Waller. Uh, added TJ Hawkinson last minute because of the whole Kenny Galladay not going to play. Um, targets have to go somewhere outside of Marvin Jones. TJ Hawkinson is going to be the best option outside of that. He's actually more of a pivot option, and I don't hate it for uh, cash games, to be to be completely fair. Um, if you want to use it as a pivot on Marvin Jones, get away from that. $5,300 on FanDuel, $12 on Yahoo, and $4,200 on DK. Good for 10th, 17th, which is excellent. It's $2 above minimum on Yahoo, and $4,200 on DK. Sunday night football options, you have both Tyler Higby and Blake Jarwin available. You know my feelings on Blake Jarwin. I wrote it on there, too. Uh, I really like Higby in this spot. Um, $20 over on Yahoo. Uh, fourth highest price tight end. Uh, Jarwin is $3 above minimum on Yahoo. Good for 13th. So um, the we talked about this on yesterday's pod that the, uh, the Cowboys roll three high in their formations, and it allows a nice little cushion in between the safeties and the linebackers. And that's why uh, tight ends have a lot of success against the Dallas Cowboys. So um, Higby definitely can get it done. I think you are going to see the two uh, tight end sets here because of that very reason um, and slow down some of this uh, Dallas pass rush, which isn't all that great, but um, uh, definitely keeps it should keep the defense in check. There, it, it, It's going to be a score fest down here. Uh, defenses will roll real quick. Uh, highest price defense for cash is Baltimore Ravens, 4800 on FanDuel, 17 on Yahoo, 3100 on DK. Good for second, third, and sixth. If you're paying up, pay up over on DK. Uh, really good spot against the Browns, and we don't. Baker Mayfield uh, can be coaxed into turnovers from time to time. Uh, Buffalo Bills are next at 4717 on Yahoo, 3700 over on DK. That's good for third, third, and first, so I would skip it over on DK. Go with the Ravens here if you're paying up. They'll be able to control this Jets offense very easily in Costa Victory. Sacks and turnovers are possible uh, with a less than stellar offensive line. Uh, you can even use J- you can use Jamison Crowder and use the Buffalo Bills in there. Philadelphia Eagles defense, the secondary has gotten better on there. I don't think this game blows up. Uh, as Washington will try and play safe and try to control the tempo, although they will be, you know, fighting behind, uh, fighting from behind. Haskins can be had behind a mediocre offensive line. Uh, Forty-five hundred on uh, Fanduel, fourteen on Yahoo, and thirty-six hundred on TK. Good for fifth, seventh, and second. So I would again pass on DK. Uh, Yahoo and Fanduel are good. Indianapolis Colts. 
this defense is better than people are letting on. Uh, it has one hell of a significant pass rush. Uh, we know that Jacksonville Jaguars' offensive line isn't all that good. Um, and that pass rush is going to make the secondary better. It's a sneaky option, a hell of a price on FanDuel, uh, where they are $3,700, good for 14th. 14 on Yahoo, good for 7th. And 3000 on DK, good for 7th. So FanDuel, if you're looking for a little bit of savings from these top ones, definitely take a look at the Colts. Um, and then your pure punt defense. This is the defense that everybody likes to go to because they like to spend up elsewhere. And I don't blame them. It's the other side of the Philadelphia-Washington Douche Canoes game, and that is the Washington defense. Uh, there should be one hell of a pass rush from Washington in this game, and with the offensive line injuries, uh, they are definitely in play. Uh, price here is for FanDuel, $3,400, 11 on Yahoo, and 2000 on DK. Good for 20th, 18th, and 23rd. Uh, I would definitely consider them. I will probably consider them, um, even if I even if I'm using Boston Scott, even if I'm using Deshaun Jackson. Go ahead and just punt uh, with that defense. We know that it's all luck, and it's quite possible that they can get a fumble recovery, get an interception, get a touchdown, something like that. I mean, it's all pure luck. GPP, uh, you can definitely take a look at the LA Chargers, forty-two hundred on Fanduel, uh, twelve over. Uh, on Yahoo and $2,800 over on DK. Good for 8th, 13th, and 9th. And then uh, here we go, New Orleans Saints. It's not, I don't think it's going to be that high scoring of a game, at least from the Tampa side. Um, there's a lot of potential here, even with Tom Brady at quarterback, who typically won't throw an interception, but uh, at times can be had with fumbles. So uh, definitely take a look there. $4,100 on FanDuel, 13 on Yahoo, and $2,400 on DK. Good for 9th, 10th, and 15th. Uh, if we go through these games here real quick, uh, just to kind of drag this one out, uh, we went over most of the Sunday uh, contest. I'm more on uh, 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 brain fart. Jared Goff than I am Dak Prescott. Uh, do like Zach. Uh, Zach. Zeke Elliott for the as the running back over on for Dallas. Uh, we talked about Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb, uh, also Blake Jarwin. So I mean, if you're doing showdown or prime time, I'm not gonna tell you not to use Dak Prescott. Uh, it's just his price on the main slate is what's driving me away. Uh, Rams uh, golf again. Uh, might have a little bit of love for Cam Akers, although he'll probably be highly owned, so I may fade him on a prime time. Uh, showdown slate, maybe. But uh, definitely receiving options be Robert Woods. We talked about Van Jefferson um, and Tyler Higby. Uh, showdown slate, I mean, you could probably look at Gerald Everett as a sneaky pivot off of Tyler Higby and price savings there. Uh, when we're looking at the Monday night games, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh at New York Giants. Uh, Pittsburgh is favored by six. It's a 46 and a half over under. I do like Ben Roethlisberger here. Uh, James Conner, not so much, but if you want to use him, I don't have that huge of an issue with it. Um, look here. Uh, there is some issues, I think, with Deontay Johnson. I haven't gotten an update on him. Uh, I'll have one in the morning. Um, 
if he's good to go, I, I like all three of the starting wide receivers here in Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson. I think Chase Claypool may be the actual third wide receiver. I'll have to take a look at it. Um, and you know what? I actually wrote James Washington twice as covering James Washington. That's great. Uh, I do like Eric Ebron in this spot, not Vance McDonald. Fuck him. Uh, Pittsburgh in single-game contests on DK I think it is very viable. Because uh, I don't really have that much interest in the Giants outside of maybe Darius Slayton, maybe Sterling Shepard on the outside. Uh, if we're looking at Tennessee and Denver, we do know that starting right tackle Isaiah w- Wilson was arrested for a DUI early this morning. Tennessee, as of this morning, was still a two and a half point favorite, 41 over under. Uh, not real high on Tannehill. Derrick Henry's probably going to be high in chalk. We do know that he gets a real slow start to the season, so be careful with that one. Uh, I will take a look at A.J. Brown, who has the best matchup on paper uh, for the wide receivers in this in this game, I believe, as a whole. Uh, Drew Locke I will look at for quarterback versus Ryan Tannehill. Melvin Gordon, maybe, maybe. But uh, definitely want to take a look at wide receivers. we got to figure out what's going on with Cortland Sutton, if he's good. If he is not good to go, then Jerry Judy becomes the number one and should get Malcolm Butler. Uh, KJ Hamler is going to probably be out. That's going to move Deshaun Hamilton into the slot if Cortland Sutton doesn't go. It's probably going to be a split between... Tim Patrick and Deontay Spencer, I'm not really looking forward to that. Um, so I will look at the tight end, and I will look at Noah Fant, who should be heavily targeted uh, from Drew Locke. So that's it. That's what we're rolling with. Like I said, if I get the prices for the other stuff, I will put more of the spreadsheet out. Um, I will send another update in the morning once uh I find out more from the Saturday injury report, which hadn't been out yet. So uh, since I ran long, I'm just going to get the fuck out of here and let you guys have your Saturday night. As Dr. Roto always says, be well, take care. Take care.